Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first official podcast with all three of your of your hosts here. The podcast name is officially off the rails because no matter what we talk about, it might always go <laughs> off the rails. Um, you're, I'm your main host, Gregory, and we're followed by. Oh, so we're followed by. We're joined by my uh, my two fellow co-hosts. Um, would, you, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? I'm Rai. I'm Remy. All right. So uh, our main two topics, <laughs> our main two topics today, <laughs> are going to be uh, we're going to talk about a bit about uh, toxic masculinity and feminism, which is uh, two things that describe America pretty well. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Uh, okay. Too bad. It's all. Listen, I I I, I put a, a description on the YouTube channel, and I'm going to put it on the podcast thing, like. Uh, it's, it's a it's a really good list. Like if you're not if you're not comfortable with like happiness, joy, laughter, like a whole list, then this channel is not for you. But people are not gonna really might not read it. But it's there, so that, that's my excuse. And I'm getting that on record, of course. Um, but yeah, so personally, uh, we can start we can start with uh, I think uh, do you guys have a specific one that you guys want to start with? I mean, we could start off with double standards. We can go off of stuff that we've kind of already just talked about, kind of just going through everything. Okay. Even, like, personal incidents if we want to. So, like, I had an incident happen over at Marshall's that was pretty hilarious, so. Okay, okay. Um, Would you folks be okay with doing the personal stuff last? Yeah. That's fine? Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd say uh, we could probably start out by, you know, how do each of us think, what, what do each of us think of when we think of the terms feminism and toxic masculinity? Uh, well, we can start with just feminism first. So to me, feminism, right. uh, it used to be something about um, women, men and women getting equal rights. Yeah, classic uh, feminism. Yeah, the classic feminism, which many people are or were accustomed to. When men used to be treated in a certain way, that women were treated that were not, and that wasn't fair. And recently, uh, the modern feminism is just extremely toxic. It's like the other side, uh, it's like the female side of the toxic masculinity. To me, is the modern feminism, and I just think it's gotten a bit out of hand in terms of the, as Rai was saying, the uh, the double standards um, when women. Not every woman, of course, but some women, when talking about feminism, they only want specific things uh, without, like, the harsh thing. So, like, they want the reward, but not some of the, like, the work that takes to get the reward, I feel like. I mean, in a way, yeah, but you also have, like, your, you can't really say, like, there is toxic masculinity is kind of like the double-sided coin of feminism, because there are certain members within feminism, there are certain members within toxic masculinity that are creating that entire envelope of, hey, feminism is being very toxic. Men are also having a very toxic kind of state. It's just a lot of key individuals that end up getting recorded, that end up being more pronounced than the individuals who are trying to push forward the actual goal of feminism. I agree with that. I think, you know, Within any group, there will always be extremist members, and unfortunately, it's the extremist members who always get the most uh, attention because, pretty much, because fear sells. So I'll I'll agree with that. I think 
I, I agree with what Gregory was saying about certain members of the modern feminist movement. Uh, I do think most people who identify as feminists probably still just believe in uh, the, you know, the equal rights side of it. Uh, but that does go both ways, you know, just as some people will characterize the feminist movement as, you know, being totally toxic. There are feminists who will describe the so-called uh, men's rights movement as being uh, totally toxic. And there are definitely members of both who are absolutely toxic, but I think there's this aspect of, you know, both sides intentionally mischaracter, well, intentionally or unintentionally mischaracterizing the other side. Like in terms of like toxic masculinity is just like the, um, when, mas when the word masculinity or the concept masculinity is taken to like, uh, it's taken to the extreme. So I guess toxic masculinity would be like a concept or a part of masculinity. Like folks said, that is like the, um, possibly my, hopefully a minority of the masculinity group, um, that has just been taken way too serious. And, uh, just like you said, went to the extremes, whereas feminism is just something that uh, many people have their own definitions of, and of course that's for most anything, but like it's, there's isn't like toxic feminism and feminism. People just use the word feminism. Uh, even though I think, I guess toxic feminism should be probably like a thing to like separate feminism from like the, like the actual, like getting everything, get uh, treating everyone the way they deserve to be treated. If you work hard, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. But if you think that, like, oh, like I want, um, I want the, like there, there's there was this, these incidents. So uh, I think they're still going on right now, where like the female soccer league or football league, as I like to call it, uh, they wanted equal pay as men, even though they were not bringing the same revenue as them, right? So that was that. But then at the same time, and I see a lot of people mentioning this, like um, sometimes like uh, men. Like when a boat is sinking, they're not gonna let the men go first. It's gonna be women and children, then the men. If we if we want real equal rights, like I like I, I never talked to a lot of um, people about feminism, but I've always wondered if they would be willing to let the children go and then the men and women go together. Whoever I guess they're first. So there was a whole reason why there's the thing of uh, women and children first before men, especially when you look at the Titanic incident. Um, the entire conduct of it was children would get to like live, but you also had your women who were able to reproduce and remarry and carry on like the kind of population. But you also have to remember in that same incident, you had your absolute lower class kind of be thrown aside. So the whole concept of uh, women and children first before men was so that it would kind of carry on the population and carry on the bloodlines and carry on the family. But wouldn't men be able to do the same technically? Because like women, after a certain time, they get uh, like anatomy wise, they become like almost infertile where men can technically produce. Like if we're talking about survival of the species, I think personally, and uh, not to sound like uh, misogynist, misogynist, but <laughs> I would say that like biologically speaking men can definitely 
produce more children like if a guy were just to like sleep with multiple women they, they could have more children if a woman went to sleep with like multiple men cool but if there were no women around who would do it no yeah well, obviously like you need both genders because you can say the same thing about which men. is you're right yeah. which is you're right but at the same time you also have the view of putting one person above another simply because they're able to produce longer yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, but I'm not saying like men should go before women, but I'm, like I'm saying that like they should go right after the children, but I don't think women should be prioritized to go before men. Or you could do it, together. you know, completely by age. Uh, you know, if if you're looking at it from the perspective of who has the most life ahead of them, you know, regardless of gender, do it by age, youngest to oldest, or something like that. Which, uh, like, like, uh, in a way, if you think about it, it, that could work, but I just think, uh, it'd be, that might be even harder for people because people would say like, oh, um, cause I, like I've read some YouTube comments and I've seen some podcast shorts about people that are like, oh, uh, you know, like, would you save the older person or would you save the younger person? And some people are like, well, why not save the young one? Cause the young one has potentially more life to live. But some people just don't like the fact uh, or, or don't like the idea of using age uh, because it's uh, this discrimination towards people who are older. In a way. Sure, it's, it's not. Like... Go ahead. Go for it. I, I was going to say, sure, it's not a perfect system, but in some in some cases, you know, there isn't necessarily a perfect system. It makes me think of like sports, too. We separate out men and women in sports because they have different uh, physical abilities, but of course you've got tall people and short people of different physical abilities too and stuff like that. Right. Unfortunately, you can't just create, you know, a hundred different sports categories. You've got to, you've got to create some system. You've got to draw the line somewhere. It's not necessarily going to be perfect. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, like that definitely, honestly, like it's kind of like, uh, like it, you're not judging based on looks. You're not judging based on gender. You're not judging based on anything except for the age. And honestly, if I was like 80 years old and there was, it was like to save someone that was 20, that seemed to have a really like decent life ahead of them. Uh, I would just let them go uh, ahead of me because I just like, if I'm, if I'm, if I live, if I actually get to be 80, I think I, I would, I would uh, have lived a pretty good life and I would, um, I would be happy leaving it by giving someone the opportunity to, to get to that point if they wished uh, to do so. So now here I'll follow you under in different side of the coin. Say you have an elderly person who's lived a long life, who's long, lived a long, great life, and you have a 20-year-old. And this 20-year-old is terminally ill, only has about a year left to live, and you have to decide right now who gets to live? Uh, yeah, that that would be uh, a, a bit of a rough question. But there have been incidents where, <clears throat> depending on how terminally ill the person is, they've actually been able to survive longer than... Let's say this is like do or this die. Definite, this do or is die. definite, do or die. It, there's even a possibility that that year could shorten and they could die sooner. I would, I would still let them go first just because <laughs> like, if they are... 20 and like the uh, it, it, once again i think it all depends on how terminally ill they are like it, if they can still 
live more than they're suffering and they can at least enjoy the last year because like you, when you're 20 you're like on your prime technically not in your prime but like you're getting there and uh, well, depending on what gender you, you, uh, you're talking to, you're talking about biologically and i feel like you know like as an 80 year old i probably would not be able to enjoy the things that a 20 year old could enjoy like uh like as much like physical activity going to do this and that like that person can have like a blast on like the last year because that person probably is not really caring about past that since almost they know that they're gonna die so i think personally i would still let that person i don't know i'd 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 counter that i think studies have actually shown that people are generally happier in their so-called uh golden years which is like defined as 50 to 65 or something like that and depression is actually more common depression anxiety stuff like that is more common among younger folks so i know it sounds horrible to say like let the young person die but i'd say in that particular scenario if it's a personal moral issue i'd probably let the older person live especially considering the fact the younger person could be suffering i mean if we so if we look at it this might seem very wrong but if we look at it the same way we look at dogs and our dog is suffering. Mm-hmm. Our dog is six years old, is absolutely suffering, is not doing the things a dog should be doing. So I actually had experience with it where my dog over the summer had to be put down. She was six years old, um, had been perfectly fine up until one day and got diagnosed with anemia, which their red blood cell count is very low. It's not reproducing. And she went from a dog who the second she heard like the doorbell or someone out front would go running around for a whole week. She just stayed and just laid. And that's not how you're like, supposed to live. Like a six-year-old dog should be. How a six-year-old dog should be. And it no, got absolutely. to the point where like we were force feeding her. She did not want to eat it. She yeah. was catatonic at times. So we had to put the decision that even though she was very young, she was suffering and she wasn't living a dog's life when we had to put her down. Okay. So I am probably honestly, uh Folks listening, I'm probably going to be like the most off the rails person here. Oh, we are already but, uh... off the rails. When you started out <laughs> no, with toxic Yeah, we're way off the rails. But it's, but it's <laughs> like, like the things that, that I'm going to say are going to be like, the, the things that I, like I'm going to say in this podcast, like in t- compared to both of you personally, I think, could cause more of a turmoil than uh, get it to. I don't know. I can be pretty unhinged. Oh, I okay. Say, okay, I, wouldn't, for this? I okay. would not, in the hold on way, I would not say that. I wouldn't say we're going to be unhinged on this topic, oh, but like we are going to jump from topic to topic oh, without realizing it. And then one of us is going to be like, oh, hey, we need to get back to the original topic uh, at hand. But I think, like, so speaking, I think, I, I think when we oh. like, I think like when we were talking about unhinged, I think we meant like some opinions that might be like, wild yeah like, points of view. for example when you said like a dog um because like if i have a dog and i and i love the dog but the dog is like you said like like suffering six years old he's if, if a living being is is suffering so much more than that than that being can live i i would put i i would um gladly put um that dog that i love out of its misery because like people that say, oh, I love him, I want him to live. But if you really love him, you wouldn't want him to be right. suffering. It's that's that. more self, like it's a selfish thing to want him to live even with that. It's understandable, <clears throat> but still in a way selfish. Um, but honestly, to me, like, and I honestly, like I want this on record. Like if I, um, uh, 
I don't know, I know like if I'm a, a, uh, ever at a point in life where I'm like, not mentally, but like physically, like not able to enjoy the things that I can, that I can enjoy and like not be able to live anymore that I'm suffering, then I would, I would personally just ask someone to like take me out of, of my misery. Honestly. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Cause like, if I'm, if I'm not like, it's not like it's like a close call, but if I, it's like, I cannot do anything else. If vegetative um, state kind of idea where you're not moving, you're not eating, you're just, you're manually breathing. Yeah. yeah and I like, guess the other side is you don't want to be a burden on others too. Oh, right? I don't care I about that. Genuinely, <laughs> I would genuinely ask if I was in that kind of state, as much as it would be hard, I would genuinely ask if I can't do anything and I need a machine to help me breathe. And to stay alive, I could not do it. I would. I could be not do begging it. Begging my parents just to please, like I can't do it. Yeah, honestly, it, 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 even like my mother told me, like she, like if she was going through that much pain, then like honestly, just like what is the point of life if you cannot enjoy it to the point, like literally physically, not because of like opportunities and that which can can still happen, but if you're just suffering physically to the point where like I don't know, like you cannot walk, or, like you ha- you like someone's literally like you're not not living because of you, you're living because someone else yes. is helping you live or you're living for that someone else um yeah then like like at that point honestly i would be like just take me out of, of my misery um and uh yeah honestly that's uh, that would be like my my, my hot take and and this whole scenario yeah I, w- I would agree but mostly just because uh pretty much my biggest fear in life is being a burden on others for, for me personally, I feel like I can find joy in almost any situation, but in something like that, it would just be the being a burden aspect. Um, in any case, m- maybe we should reel this back into the topic at hand. <laughs> Thank so, you, Remy. I was so about to say, the... we need to get back. We went, from, we went from like Titanic to like, no, we went from like, dying <laughs> we went from toxic masculinity and feminism, and we jumped to, uh, age and or no we jumped at the titanic situation and then we jumped from that to the age situation and then we jumped from that to one dog to, situation to, die, to wanting to die, die to not be a suffer. burden hey uh, and, welcome and, to the off the rails yeah. <laughs> hey in any case i was saying i think i i think i know how to kind of reel this back in i mean we're all we're all debating kind of these very specific ethical scenarios but i think the implication here is there isn't necessarily a perfect system and i think it's because 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 everyone has a different idea of what that would be that's maybe why some of these things don't get changed uh why we still have the system you know women and children first or yeah no yeah like i i think you're absolutely right like nothing's gonna be perfect no system is ever gonna be perfect because perfect means that you that you think is perfect that you think is perfect and that i but think you, is perfect it has yeah. to be perfect but to me but every one of us has our own definition of the right. word perfect and different ideals and different ideals and ideas to meet those ideals as well but like i think like um i think we have to make definitely a compromise somewhere we have to draw a line, a line on the sand because just like like going like a bit off the rails uh, real quick um <laughs> so <laughs> for example like um i'm not sure if you folks might might be able to relate this to what we were just talking about but like let's say that like i've seen this a lot on youtube and shorts and like tiktoks of like and this happens to both men and women but just because it happens to more more women i'm just gonna mention women 
um, how women get like stared at in the gym, yes. right? So, and I was watching a video recently and the guy was talking about how like uh, because of all, like, listen, if there are creeps out there, there are yeah. creeps that are just going to stare like, just like literally like laser focused on, on you. Not just stare. Like, oh yeah, stare, stalking, like even, even worse. But if we're just talking about looking, just the aspect of looking, um, like that, that's definitely like disgusting in that, but it, it's gotten to the point where like, um, probably fueled by people that want clout or something else and some genuine, actual genuine, uh, fears in that, that people are just like considering some people or some people might just be considering like, if you glance at them in the gym they might almost immediately think they like that you were like uh, like like a creep or something you know what i mean like personally as a guy i try to like avoid looking at girls in the gym like right. a lot because of because uh, i don't want to make them uncomfortable i don't care if everyone else thinks i'm a, I'm a creep like listen I, i'm not gonna like I, I know who i am but i don't want them to, I, want, I don't want the person to feel uncomfortable if i even right. glance at them but it's gone to the point where like if if, if you're on my point of view and you're there like i'm gonna look at you even out of my peripheral you know right. i mean like i'm so not gonna stare i'm gonna glance a video on tiktok of a young woman who was working in front of a man and he was the machine he was using is facing a wall is point blank facing like a white wall and she's recording and you can see like every so often he's glancing around the room and she thinks that he's like glancing at her staring at her and he does end up coming by and she goes to move one of her weights and he offers to help her because she bent down really quick as though the weight was a little heavy. So he asked to help her. When she said no, he immediately walked away. That's the whole, like, where you have certain incidents where you might have a miscommunication in that situation. But because it is happening so often that that's immediately the first thought that occurs in someone's mind is, are they looking at me because they're being a creep or are they looking at me because they're just looking around the general area? Yeah. And here's the thing, like you never know for sure. Like, for example, like, uh, I know that I'm a good person, but for all you two know, I could be like a psychopath, oh, yeah. like maniac, <laughs> but it's not about like, like once again, like even like, uh, as we were saying about the hundred percent system, like it's not going to be perfect, but like, like when I talk to someone and they seem like a good person, I'm not like 100% believing that they that they might be a good person with like no faults at all, or that they might not be a psychopath. But I, I'm choosing to believe that they're not, right? Because if you just see everyone as a threat, then you might not really be able to live your life and hang out with other people and have fun with them. But why I mean? are we seeing people as a threat? I think uh, honestly, so because of two things. Because one, there actually have been legit accidents that have happened to like mm -hmm. women and men that have um that have uh just like created like a a base for the fear which is justified like that fear is justified like whenever i talk to any girl there's always at, le at least one ex or at least one relationship that like the guy was being nice and he was demanding that he that she date him because he was being nice which not really being nice, nice you just yeah, yeah the nice versus nice versus good guy thing 
uh, which actually uh, there's a movie called Megamind. I really like the movie. <laughs> really like the movie. Off the rails again. No, and there is a uh, video. I mean, that, he's... And there is a video that says like nice versus good guy, where Megamind is the good guy, and the the um, the villain the is main the main antagonist. He, yeah, he's nice guy, uh, which was actually interesting to watch. Titan. Uh, Titan. Yes, Titan. thank you. Um, and yeah, it's just like uh, so that created the base for it, and then people have just been like recording like maybe like two videos comes out come out and they are legit and they get millions of views people would see that as like oh i can just fake fake it like uh, like an, when whenever an opportunity comes up and use that to get views that's what many people and the internet want views right. likes all that and that just feels that even more more than what it has to be like i think the bottom line fear is understandable and people like having that has that have fear there you know it's it's legit but I feel like society has just been fueling that over the top of what it has to be right. to the point where like back in Brazil, you can approach someone and you can almost immediately know if they want to talk to you or not. If they don't want to talk to you, you just leave them alone. But here, just like, like, for example, like in, uh, this week in the gym, um, I was working out in um, like uh, in like a specific area and I was, it was like a, my leg day and whatnot and there was this girl like working out like behind me but like diagonally so i was like okay fine i just chose to like face the wall and i like face her try to avoid to face her in any way shape or form and i'm doing my like squats and all and all that but i would just like glance over her and almost every time she'd be looking towards my direction and i kid you not it happened at least 10 times that i caught her staring in my direction but then in Brazil, I would have felt comfortable to approach her and try to at least start talking. And like, you know, like a date to me is not nothing romantic, at least at first. Like, I don't think I can be like in love with someone if I don't know them personally. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I can ask even like a, like a guy on like a bro's lunch. And that's kind of like a guy date, whatever, to get to know the guy, to see if, if we can become friends. But here it's like, I have all these people, that some people may say obvious signs. And yet, because of what the culture here is like, at least to me, it seems to be so, like you know, like uh, so so fearful of men and so like confusing. Like people are gonna, uh, like you think someone likes you when they don't, or you think they don't like you when they do. To me, it's been so confusing overall with all these signals that I just like left it alone, and instead of like somehow um, getting into a situation where I look like a creep because I tried to say hi to a person that was giving me what I thought were potential signs i was yeah i was just like i just left it alone and i didn't say anything just walked um to like a different area because i was done and that was pretty much it right yeah but yeah like that's just like one of like the big things is just um like at what point does any social interaction like even glancing at someone become like taboo like how long is glancing too much is a second too much is like half a second too much you know what i mean is approaching someone trying to talk to them like it's gone to the point where like we've just it's, it's like we're destroying any social um drive that we have like social media you can text someone you can meet some people on the web which is great but i feel like it has been a really big impact on the actual social aspect which uh 
like if you don't talk to good people and all you meet is bad people, you, you obviously might think that everyone's a bad person. Like all guys are bad, all, all women are this and that. But yeah, that's my take on it. Which is a fair take. You got anything? Um, I was gonna say I kind of I, I kind of agree that our culture is maybe overly sensitive in certain ways. Uh, I also, you know, for men and women, honestly, will kind of avoid making eye contact with people for fear that they'll think I'm, I'm staring and stuff like that. I don't usually, I don't usually approach people. I'll usually, you know, I'll be friendly with someone if they're conversational, but mm-hmm. if someone's quiet, it's like, I, I don't know what they're thinking, what they'll think of me. So it's, it's not like I'll approach them and say, Hey, want to be friends? It's like, I, I kind of limit limit my friendships to the people who are most kind of most extroverted, most outwardly friendly, just because they're giving me signs that they're okay with that. Uh, yeah, right. And and the sad thing is that even sometimes those people can just be faking it. You know what I mean? Like just faking being nice to you and all that. But well, that's the whole thing. Uh, getting back on the rails uh, real quick. Um, I mean, that's not technically fully off the rails. It's talking a little bit about slight bits of the topic. Yeah. So it's not completely off the rails. Yeah. We're hanging by a tidbit. No, we're, <laughs> we're hanging by like two wheels. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but then there's also like the concept of like the double standards. When it comes with toxic masculinity and feminism, there's the double standards that kind of fall around. Like for like guys, it is perfectly natural to have body hair all over. That is viewable. For women, it is not. It's seen as disgusting. It is ugly. It is uh, unacceptable in today's society. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, ideas that one that's a big one for me, the idea that like women need to wear makeup or like do their hair really nicely to be attractive and stuff like that. Whereas guys can, you know, look like shit and nobody cares. So I do definitely like a bar of soap and then like (laughs) they're good to go. And it's like, honestly, like personally to me, it's so sad. Like to me, I, when I was a kid, I used to think that women that wore makeup were so much better looking. But then like, if you really think about it, if you find someone attractive without makeup, then they're just like beautiful. You know what I mean? And like guys have had so much time to focus on our, like our natural looks because we're not like viewed in, by society as in like we you have to wear makeup, which messes up your skin. So we've had more time to focus on that. But women, most women, I think, are being pressured to put more makeup on to look like this. You look younger for that, and that's just ruining. Not, not only ruining their physical uh, skin, like their, their physical makeup, but it's also not giving them barely any time to focus on their natural, what, they, what they've been given naturally. And like, listen, if you've been through uh, in like an accident or something like that, like I understand you're putting makeup on, but like if, if you, you know, if you have like the average human skin and you're fine, no illness or anything like that, and, you know, I think people, I think definitely women should eventually not be, um, pressured into wearing makeup, especially when companies out there are making millions uh, uh, from their suffering. Right. But you also have like companies also kind of pushing this. Um, some uh, what's the fucking word? Um, this unattainable kind of figure. There you go. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so like oh. Victoria's Secret, for example, with their models, kind of like the very thin waist, the very busty chest, and wide hips. 
where that was, you'd think that like a company that kind of specializes in women's lingerie and women's body would actually have been founded by a woman, but was actually founded by a man who kind of, there's actually a song on it too. Um, but he was uh, Roy Raymond who passed away in like 1993, but he founded the company and kind of pushed on this like ideal, like women's lingerie and um, a good chunk of like what has now kind of been what focused on women's lingerie and uh, uh, innerwear has now become like this huge, like very attractive kind of uh, lingerie, sensual, sexual kind of topic. And, and also added to the expectation yes. of women as well. Yeah, yeah. we love it. Um, yeah, you do? We, really? No. no. I thought women hated it, damn. Uh, yeah. Um, but then there's also like the other double standard of walking alone at night. So I, for example, absolutely love the nighttime. I love going to drives during nighttime, but I cannot walk at night. And if I wanted to walk at night, I had to ask my brother if he wanted to go out for a walk. I had to go take one of my dogs or even both of them out for a walk. I couldn't listen to music because I always had to be, and I always had to be looking behind me like every couple of seconds, maybe milliseconds, because I was worried some guy was going to be following behind me, which sucked because you want to enjoy like a nice, peaceful, calm <laughs> night walk, don't you? I mean, I absolutely, I don't really like walking like that. Like, I'll play soccer for three hours running, but, like, uh, personally, I don't do walks. But if I were to do walks and I have to, like, watch my back every single corner and carry, like, pepper spray. And it's not comfortable to put, like, pepper spray in your pocket. No, that shit will spray back at you. So, no, I wish I was kidding. I wish I was kidding you. So there are moments where when you're using pepper spray, sometimes it will, some if the wind is like going in your direction, or there are even times where the canister will actually spray in your direction as well. So if I go and I'm spraying it at like the person in front of me, there's a chance that it can get in my eyes as well, which sucks. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I, I don't mean to sound like psychopathic, honestly, but it'd be really funny to see like a, a camera footage of like, let's say this guy was misunderstood. And he was just walking. He was walking by this woman, and she and she got uh, spooked and sprayed pepper sprayed on him. But she also got pepper sprayed on her eye. So just like two people, have two, you seen two headless chickens down the street? You, have you seen the meme of there's a woman working with like peppers and shit, and her child comes and she rubs his eyes. And his eyes are burning, so she's like, oh shit, I touched the peppers and I touched my boy's eyes, and then she touches her eyes, so then her eyes are burning, <laughs> so then her off daughter the rails comes again, in, off the rails so again. then her daughter comes in, and she touches her eyes, because she's looking around, so all Yo, three the, of the, them, the, what? have you never seen this meme? Yo, honestly, oh my he, lord. Humanity survival uh, has, like, the instincts have, so, like, the IQ has severely dropped in, like, the past uh, <laughs> couple of, of years, honestly. Like, honestly, like, uh, speaking of which, speaking of things burning, okay. I, uh, oh God. I, I heard oh God. of this event on, like, a podcast or a video where, um, like, the doctor has to, like, it's, I find it a bit disgusting, but, like, the doctor has to uh, check, um, he has to check, like, like uh, when a woman is is pregnant, the doctor has to check, um, like, he has to check if everything is okay yeah. in there, right? Yeah. And he uses, uh, like, a, some kind of, like, lubrication thing to, so it doesn't hurt. And yeah. apparently, apparently the doctor, uh, uh, so this is what happened, right? Uh, the doctor did his thing, and then the woman started screaming. And the doctor realized that he didn't put uh, like lubrication on; he put like sanitizer on. <laughs> so oh my god. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like the woman apparently was freaking out, like crying, 
And uh, yeah, um, just like a little story that I, I, th I think the audience would really appreciate. <laughs> so yes, really not... appreciate. Everyone wants to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, you're, that you're, is yeah. not actually the first time yeah, just DM me, a doctor boys, has messed up with a woman's system. In fact, there's actually something known. You might know this because we've had a conversation about oh. this. But there is actually a thing, If for those of you who are listening who don't know, there's a thing called a husband stitch. Those things are the absolute worst. Basically what happens is after a woman has given birth and she is loose, um, when she has to be sewn back again, sometimes the doctor without the woman knowing will add an extra stitch in, which is known as the husband stitch. It's basically to make it tighter for the man's pleasure. And sometimes, yeah, Ugh. sometimes the women don't even know. Sometimes the men don't even know. Sometimes there has been a case where like a doctor actually did this on his own without telling the husband or the wife. Dude, that's kind of sus. Yeah. <laughs> and there have been times where husbands have asked for it without telling the wife. And it's actually a lot more painful because you are getting stitched up and it's just a huge more process. And by adding an extra one to a point where it does not need to be needed... Boy, it makes it more painful. More pleasure. Your wife just gave birth to your child, bro. Like, more you want, bro. Just like, just like wait, like a like a month, like a couple months or so. You'll live, boys. Don't worry. That's um, insane, and th this is a practice that's still going on. Yeah. There, like, you can still read about it online of like women still getting some husband stitches and still suffering for them, and it sucks. That's insane. That is pretty crazy, honestly. Uh, we will have to move, I'll probably sit on the floor because the battery is almost dead. <laughs> so, excuse us. Gregory Manu. did not. Uh, cut. Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, you, I you think I can like, pause it. This. You right. might want to stop. You could have just. Okay. Hello, uh, listeners, we are back. We are sitting on a very comfortable floor. Um, it's honestly more comfortable than the chairs. Those chairs are awful. Um. Honestly, I'm uh, I'm glad I di I didn't I didn't have leg day today because my boots would be sore as hell. Oh, no. uh, but that's besides the point. Um... <laughs> Gregory, there's an outlet right there. Where? <laughs> right there. You could have just swapped spots with Brendan. What? I, I don't think that would reach. <laughs> yes, it would. No, it would it? Yes, yeah, it, it would. It would totally. Would reach. it really? <laughs> I would totally reach. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> It's okay. We're just experiencing a uh, new Gregory didn't try just computer. Moments. No. Um, uh, back to the topic at back hand. To the back topic to the topic at hand. hand. Well, let's get this baby back Jesus, on the rails. What were we talking um, about? I think we were talking about the husband stitch. The husband stitch. Oh god. The husband stitch. Uh, it's, it's, actually, it's actually the sequel to Leo and Stitch. Is the husband stitch? I hate you so much. All right. I don't want to know what that is. I don't want to know. You don't know what Lilo and Stitch is? Oh, Lilo and Stitch? <laughs> I I thought I thought he said something else. I thought he said the Orleans Stitch. Orleans? <laughs> I don't know. Yo, shout out to New Orleans. I don't know. No, I I know Lilo and Stitch. Shout out to anyone to New from New Orleans from New Orleans from New Orleans listening. Okay. Back All to right. like the original like we were talking about the night walking. Orleans, Orleans, uh, <laughs> we were talking about mind. the night walking. But you can actually go on YouTube and there were social experiments done with women walking through New York. And it was done in several different contexts. So there was just women walking in like normal everyday clothes, women walking in baggy clothes, a goth walking through New York City. There's like a ton of videos. And all of them include the same thing where they got catcalled, they got 
um, harassed. There were points where they were actually being followed and walking beside them. There's even one of my favorite ones is when uh, the subject of the video, the woman, was able to clap back at them. And again, these were very older videos, so this was a lot more in during a time frame where like women weren't getting murdered for the slightest thing. But now we're looking in 2023 where there's the possibility that if I'm not nice to a fella, um, I could die or even get raped. Correct. Which sucks. <laughs> I, I, just, I should just say, to say sucks. the least. To, to, to say, say the, the least. least. To say the least. To it say the up. least. Worst case scenario. Or best case scenario, he walks away and just leaves me alone or someone gets me away from him. Worst case scenario, I'm dead in the ditch. Right. Yeah, and I think that's uh, adding to the element of fear. And um, it just sucks because there's like a million guys out there who wouldn't do it. But if like one chooses to do it, he's almost kind of ruining the reputation for like all those other good guys out there. The actions of many outweigh the actions of and it's just so, it's so sad how people just, just to do that, you know, like they were not, I guess, raised properly or like they didn't accept like the, the mm-hmm. right, like uh, education and stuff. And it's just, you know, it's just uh, as a guy, um, it almost brings me shame to be part of the, uh, of a, of a, of a um, population that has been on to do that so much. And the other thing, like, uh, if you're talking about like, like videos like that and like how Remy um, previously stated earlier, how like, uh, I think, I think actually you, you said it like fear, fear sows. Was that you Remy? Yeah, that was yeah. me. Oh yeah. yeah. Remy said fear sows. And uh, I actually knew this guy um, a while back and he was like complaining. Like whenever I showed him like a good video, like, Oh, restoring faith in, in humanity. Right. He would be like, Oh, you know, People probably do the, do that for like money and cloud and this and that. And there probably are people who do that for cloud and money and this and that. But he also was the kind of guy who accepted the bad videos as they were. Uh, like, oh, that's definitely a bad person. That's definitely not someone who is like struggling or whatever and wants to get views for this and that. So like, and once again, there are definitely yes and no's on both sides. Um, but especially the good ones. Like if you... Um, like if people don't realize that the restoring faith in humanity videos and some of those homemade videos are actually legit and you know like you have like your legitimate fear which is fine but if that's all you watch or like everything watches like people are just like being mean to each other and like arguing and screaming and yelling that's all you're gonna believe because like some people say like you don't see it uh you don't believe until you see it and some people the brain can actually be true to that to a point because like if you don't see a world out there or possibility out there or you don't like hear of that you're probably not gonna think it exists so if you grow up if you grow up like that and you know your brain like just chooses to stick by that any other kind of like good like potentially good people that you might see or you might meet or you might listen or watch that might come across to you as fake because you're just not used to seeing something good. So it's like, oh, it must be fake because clearly they must have like an obscure reason to do it, you know. But um, but yeah, uh, it's it's just um, it's just a really like uh, it's a really sad world uh, overall where like people have legitimate f- fears. Like women will go to the police about things like this, and they sometimes will be even like like. Uh, <laughs> continue I'll, I'll, I'll add on to that okay um 
they go to, <laughs> they'll go to the police and they will just like sometimes they will be heard and sometimes they will be like taken too seriously and the man will get in trouble for something that he probably did or, or, or did not do but then there are also the times where they're just playing like ignored um like the women are just ignored um and then you know there's also that thing there's like oh attempted murder is that is not murder which it isn't but some people treat like attempted murder as in like oh the person survived so it's not nearly as serious but it's like that person could have died that's the point if there was a legitimate attempt at murdering and the person wanted to murder someone that person should be treated almost as if that person murdered whoever he, that person was trying to murder you know what i mean but um yeah, there's just like there are definitely laws out there that don't help. There are many laws that have been put into place that definitely help um, uh, women uh, with uh, situations like that. But definitely, still, there's definitely I think much work to do in terms of the actual feminism, um, in terms of like the healthy kind of uh, masculinity too, um, when it comes to that. Um, so there was actually an incident, I'm trying to think about what the place was, but I'm believing it's Rockwood. And Rockwood ended up having a severe incident where a woman and her children were riding around and her six-year-old went into the street, had the right-of-way kind of situation, and a rental car came speeding and hit the boy, did not even stop, just kept going. Boy survived, boy is perfectly okay. The yeah. Rockwood Police Department is not doing anything about it. They're not prosecuting the woman because you can see the woman who was driving who did it because there's several ring cameras, security footages of the entire thing happening from several different angles. They're not prosecuting because you can't tell who was driving at that point. So they're doing nothing. Wow. Which is, and this is sarcasm, this is great. <laughs> absolute just it's insanity yeah there are times when people just get away with like uh i'm i'm wait so how old was this child this child was six years old yeah man survived being hit by a car and survived he being hit by a car put, okay honestly put that child first of all put that child on the ufc asap okay uh no <laughs> no do not make a okay, joke okay not that. not directly towards the ufc just put it to train because it seems like a really tough kid um but <laughs> but the uh, besides besides that people could just get away with like a like a lot of stuff like people would just beat someone up threaten like uh like i don't know, use like gun or a knife and then the person will go to the police and the police will be like well it didn't actually happen so we cannot do anything about it right but there's also the opposite side of the spectrum and here's where our, our previous conversation kind of comes up now so over in november um, there is a, I got reminded of this last night because I went walking around my campus at dark when I went to the convenience store and everything. And I come back and I'm like, that wasn't so bad. Like tonight was actually pretty good despite it being very, very windy. And the first video on my For You page is an update about the Jacob Yerkes situation, which he's now in jail. He ended up getting jailed back in December. I'm surprised I'm now getting the update. But, oh, well. Um, for those who don't know the Jacob Yerksey situation, back in November, uh, there is a video clip of him going to the police department in his county and stating that the woman he was quote-unquote pursuing, her father proceeded to threaten his life and tell him that if he didn't leave his daughter alone, that he was going to come after him. 
And at first, when you look at the video, it seems like, okay, like this might be a miscommunication. But as it goes along more, you realize this has now become a case of stalking. He literally played a song for her. And when she said no and walked away, he chased her down a couple blocks. It could have even been streets, but we don't know because it's and, not And he chased her while blasting this god-awful song. I just picture, like, this dude just, like, running with the boombox. Um, so it becomes more apparent to the officers that, like, hey, this might be a case of stalking. Um, and the man tries to excuse his behavior by stating that women have fantasies about being chased. They love the chase. They love the non-consensual uh, fantasies have, and everything. Uh, they have uh, rape fantasies. The rape fantasies. As stated. I will put a link to the video uh, on the description, uh, if I remember. So uh, so anyone who has this link uh, can actually watch it. It but is I triggering, though, right. for some people. It is triggering, so, um, uh, yeah. The police department is like, women don't have those fantasies. She's probably really uncomfortable. She's not like that, like that kind of situation. And the clip ends with him stating that she should go do work in the adult industry. For those of you who don't know, then it's more mature rated films, X rated films, R rated films, those kinds of things. And he ends up, there's another clip of him in his car talking about how when women don't come to terms with themselves, bad stuff happens when women don't come in, uh, in, in terms with themselves about how how uh, they want to be like chased unconsensually and things like that the primalness yeah, the of primalness, the entire situation yeah, he says that, that pretty much he borderline calls any woman that doesn't like being chased or like have like rape, rape fantasies and stuff he calls them like that they're not like uh, mentally okay Right. Not to mention the fact that he's like, I was trying to turn her straight and apparently that's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that is very wrong. And he ends up and he actually is a content creator on YouTube, not big on it, but is actually handbook style in cell, red pill, the 4chan kind of fellas, um, but also supports certain Nazi code. So he ended up getting arrested. Um, the incident apparently occurred back in early stages of November, and he got arrested with the update uh, back in December at the beginning, mm, well. which was a shorter time span, as you mentioned, was a t shorter time span than what normally happens. But yeah, it, uh, it, it, well, it, I'm I'm glad that uh, hopefully the woman and and uh, the father are okay. Definitely. Um I'm absolutely gonna murder you, Jesus. Uh chat uh chat. <laughs> not chat. I'm not on Twitch. Yeah. Audience uh, just ignore that. I to do it like a quick pause and uh, I said something innocently. Said something he shouldn't have said. I said yeah. something very innocently <laughs> and, not uh, very innocent my life and I feel um I feel uh uh, uh safe. Um <laughs> She's she, she looking at me uh, in a disappointment. Not, in right... I'm not bad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, she said she says that a lot to, to me. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I, I guess uh, a, uh, a pretty good figure in some in terms of like toxic masculinity when that word goes uh, around a lot is uh, um, some uh, some called some call him Top G. Andrew Wait, Tate. Are you talk oh, oh, we are going to talk about Why? Andrew Tate. <laughs> Toxic masculinity the top impersonated. G. The top G. Why are we? Honestly, 
Okay. I'm glad he got arrested. That was that so, story was so hilarious. So him and his for audiences who don't know, he ended up getting arrested over in Romania. He did. Because of a pizza box that was seen on stream in the police department. So it turns out that story was actually false. Seriously? Yeah. Huh. It, they actually debunked it. it, it uh, they were looking for things. It didn't review because of the pizza box. Allegedly, it was because of something else. But he was arrested. I think he's... Uh, I, I haven't been updated with it. But uh, he... Um, there was some like sex trafficking charges which were dropped yeah. but then now he's facing about like uh, some tax fraud or something the like money that. laundering the money laundering that's there the go. charge i remember uh, i think that's the, the actual one that's being pushed more and some of his followers are not happy about that they're like oh like oh, yeah, you can't like, get them on everything else but now you're moving on to uh, money laundering and honestly i i didn't i used to hate him right and like like this used to hold on hold on hold on listen as a man i believe i have a right to finish a sentence in a conversation <laughs> i thought that was gonna turn as out a man? so much what as the... a man I as a the... human <laughs> why, as why, why are we bringing gender into this as a 20 something year old man um mentally five mentally six okay <laughs> six not five six you just get that right so i used to despise the guy like a hundred percent, like everything that he, everything that he said. But then I, I started watching some shorts that I actually like every once in like 20 shorts that I see of him, he says something that like other people that I, that are not like him say like, oh, men are treated unfairly sometimes, like in terms of like, they're not seen, like when a man calls the police because their wife did something to them, it's not taken as serious as when which the wife fair. calls, yes. which is fair. Uh, and then he says something about like, um, you know, he talks about like the the, fe the modern feminism, a lot of things that we discuss and that we even agree about, um, which is like not something personal to him. I think it's just like a lot of people other than him can see that. And um, I still think most of the time, like I say, 7% of the time, the man is just talking like he's like lost his mind. But like 7%? 70%? 70%. Okay. 70%. And then like 15% like is like split. And then seven, the other seven percent, I don't understand what he's saying. And then the other seven, the last seven percent, is the stuff like the toxic, uh, the, uh, the not toxic, the, the the modern feminism stuff. How like a man can work his whole life, get married, and then if his wife cheats on him, he loses like half of everything. He right, owns especially and all child that. custody, where like you might have a woman who might be a little bit more. I should say less likely or able to support a child than the father and yet sometimes like courts are fabricated stories are thrown around sometimes even the man does not even get to see the child anymore which is unfortunate right. yeah yeah which once again is like things that uh that even i agree with so i was just like i think everyone should always um try to watch like even if the videos are like done by like some like other wing media like left or right doesn't matter you should always try to at least look up uh what like the people that agree with the person are saying and like see what he's actually he actually said like full clip uh because you know like i still don't like the guy at all but uh it's not nearly the same as when i just used to listen to one side of it now it's like i still mostly don't like the guy but there's some things that he says that I do agree with that I think uh, that even many people that are even like on the other wing, like the other political uh, wing should or actually do uh, agree uh, with.
I was going to say on, on that whole idea, although I honestly despise the term, I think that would be an appropriate usage for the term uh, sea lioning, which if either of you don't know, it's basically the idea of, you know, pretending to be reasonable. Uh, so I think there's some aspect of that going on there. I think Andrew Tate doesn't care about anything but, you know, money and popularity. So I think I think that's part of his strategy, honestly, is make some content where he sounds reasonable to attract certain people. And then the extreme content is kind of uh, to get people outraged, which will, of course, get make him go viral. Yeah, make him views or give him views and all that. Um, that. People are taking his word for gospel. And, right, and like worship him. And so. pretty much like being like, oh, like he is right. He is top G. This is how you be an athlete. You've got like middle school kids listening to him and applying what they learn from him to the real world. And that's scary. That is. Because you have kids who are, middle school is very impressionable on anybody. It's a time where like you're kind of like coming to terms with, like who you are, who you want to be. And high school is just for solidifying like what you want to do. And even then, some high schoolers have no idea what they want to do. Some even some even fifty year olds probably don't know. Like yeah. it's okay to not know, but I think you should at least try to have an idea of what you, of what uh, you should do. But um, but anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. People, are, there was even an incident where like some kids got in trouble, or a kid got in trouble, and he listened to Andrew Tate and like his something of some, uh, some of his like advice, and he did something that got him in. I don't remember exactly, but it got him into uh, pretty uh, pretty big trouble in his school. I think it was middle school as well. Um, okay, but we're going to take a bit of a break. We're going to, because the recording thing can only take 60 minutes and we are almost there. So instead of going all the way and uh, just trying to rush something and um, not make it really uh, natural or smooth, I'm just going to put a stop here and we're going to be back in one moment. Everyone, we are back. Uh, so we were talking about Entertain earlier, and I um, and I would like to elaborate on it. So as much as it, as I don't like the guy, there's some videos on the internet. If you look up Entertain funny moments, like there'll be like ten minutes, two minutes of the videos are actually funny. But there's a video that he talks about like how everyone, how like he talks about like uh, how the real why he calls people worms. And he goes on about like how saying like how useless worms are. And it's like, it's like oh worms, oh, they're, they're like video. worms are blind. They just wiggle on dirt. And then he does this like movement thing. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm just crying laughing, dude. Um, and then and then uh, what did he say? He says like oh uh, you know people call others female dogs as insult, which is bitching. But like female dogs, they charge into like bullets and they charge into like fire or like burning buildings and stuff you know like uh, as a job so he says like why, why would that be an insult which i have been saying that for a bit but um but then he also he's also like he's also like um oh um you know do worms even have genders and and, and then he says are they so shit that they don't even have genders and then he looked <laughs> And, and, and then he goes to Google, and then apparently they're hermaphrodites. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. And apparently they don't have genders. And, and then he just freaks out. He's just like, they don't even have genders. And then he's laughing. Like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're warm, you're not a male or you're not a man or a woman. You're just a worm. 
I'm literally crying listening, listening to him. All right, so so in any case, um, I mean, I've seen, I've seen clips too where yeah. where Andrew Tate, you know, almost sounds reasonable, or even he does sound reasonable. Uh, but I think that's part of what makes him so dangerous. That's kind of the gateway. He leads people in with content where he sounds reasonable. And then, you know, once once you decided that you like someone, you're more likely to agree with them. Yeah, more likely to take anything they say. For uh, example, what color is your Bugatti? <laughs> That's a really famous quote from him. That's a very famous quote. Uh, he also said he also right said now. like he was talking about like how he was in a private jet, and the guy in front of them like you know they were like uh, getting menus and he, he he chose a steak, and the guy in front of him chose sushi. And then he just looks disgusted at the camera. He's like, who, who the fuck eats sushi? Like, it's just I mean, raw. It's just like raw. No, that's what he was saying. Yeah. Like, he just eats he's, he's <laughs> this sloppy fish. It's like, uh, and he said, there's no power in sushi. Okay. That's literally what he said. And I remember that to this day. I probably put that on like a, on a quote someday. There is no power in sushi. Um, <laughs> that's great. So we've, we've talked a little about, you know, the the clips of Andrew Tate that do seem reasonable or funny even, um, maybe we should uh, elaborate for our listeners some of the things he's also said on video, which really uh, are that, off. which really are that uh, toxic masculinity oh, oh. impersonated. Oh, oh, be the top dog. Be the alpha. Be the alpha. Make uh, sure that your woman knows that when you tell her to go make a sandwich, she goes make a sandwich. If you uh, if you don't make a six figure salary, he says like you're like you're just like uh, like you're the, like he, he, I watched the video that he was just talking about like if you're not rich, you are just like a useless like he, he, he doesn't don't call me on this, but he says he pretty much insults people that like um, that don't make uh, like six figure salary and. Or at least a six-figure salary and, and things like that. Like if you don't own like a Bugatti, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, um, if you're not like to his level of wealth, even though he started his wealth pretty much just with like, I think is uh, I read something like he started his wealth with cam girls, uh, like calling men and then faking a situation and like kind of like stealing money from them, and that's how he built his wealth. And then he got big into the uh i think he did mma and he got pretty big on that um but no that guy is an absolute douche honestly i would really like to sit down one day and like talk with him just to be, like just 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 to be in the room and record with him i think it would be just like so entertaining and like so i don't know i, I think i would have no words to, to describe like how fun it would be to record with someone like that not because i think he's a good person but it's just like I, I just want to listen to this guy talk like raw. Live. Yeah, yeah. The problem is he's a good debater, which is why he can sometimes sound reasonable. I've seen you know a couple, uh, like live TV debates with Andrew Tate where the person he's you know debating against is just so trash at debating that it really makes Andrew Tate seem reasonable in the con in. The context so i i would too i would love to be in a room with him have a conversation with him just so i can destroy oh, him i'm not debating debate. so, um i was go okay go ahead. go ahead go ahead i was gonna say the two worst things i've seen of andrew tate there's one video where he basically says if if your girlfriend uh 
cheats on you. No, I think is if your girlfriend accuses you of cheating on her, what what he would do is basically grab her by the neck, punch her in the face, and say, you know, sh- shut up. Uh, that's one, and the the other one is where he basically brags about uh, mentally abusing his girlfriend, uh, mm-hmm. his vegan girlfriend, until sh- she cooks him a steak. So, I mean, again, this is all to kind of put in context for those who don't know about Andrew Tate. This is who we're talking about. So, yeah. you know, despite, really, really despite, yeah, despite some instances where he sounds reasonable, maybe even makes good points, um, he's pretty much toxic masculinity impersonated. There's a quote from him. There's a couple. You can actually look up like Andrew Tate, like quotes and everything. Oh, I, I so there's, there's one on children. Um, I think the most important thing anyone can do in their life is have children. When I speak to some of these feminists who are like, I don't want kids, I think you're the most stupid, miserable bitch in the world. I don't want kids. I don't want kids either. <laughs> hey, hey, let's go. I don't want kids now. My life oh. might, my, okay, hold on. Let me explain. I don't want kids as of right now. That could change in like 10, 15, 20 years. You see, for me, I don't think that will ever change. I think I'll go to my grave with a smile on my face. Listen, I'm getting a sur- uh, surgery done soon to try to help those odds. And and this is the other thing that I kind of actually wanted to talk about briefly. Uh, we don't have to talk about it too much. We can wait to the next episode. Yeah. But um, it was about, um, I think me and Remy also talked about this a little bit. Uh, which we, And we do have uh, slightly conflicting views, which probably will make it to a uh, good episode. Oh, uh, it's the, um, it's the uh, pro-life versus uh, pro-life. Yeah, it's, oh, that one. Uh, pro-life that versus one. Like, pro-choice. Oh, God, I am sitting all the way back um, here. So, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Debate so, it out. Um, no, that's no, not no. for this episode. Yeah, not, not for this episode, yeah. Um, but for me, it's more like, um, uh, like, listen, if you, I think it should always be pro-choice, but at the same time, there are people who are going to abuse it, who are not going to use protection, who are not going to get any surgeries done, and are just going to get like 20 abortions in like a year, right? And I think those people should be punished because they are abusing that privilege. But if someone like me or like, you know, someone else who actually has done surgery, always, uh, uses protection, the, the, the girl or whoever, he, the person, uh, well, girl, I guess, uh, is using like the pills or things like that, if they're being as safe as possible to avoid having to get an abortion but something happens because they still can even with the surgery even with protection even with this and that it's still it's like most it's nearly zero but it's not zero so it could happen a possibility that it could still they could still get pregnant and i think those people should be like um definitely like uh able to get an, an abortion since they tried so hard to avoid getting to that point and um I lost my I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, damn, <laughs> literally blanked out. Um, Jesus, I literally just lost my. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay, so I I, I just remembered. Um, he lost. Yeah, his and because uh, uh, <laughs> just, just the uh, the uh, the mention of like pregnancies that. Uh, because people are like, oh, you know, if you if you don't have a kid, you're not doing this. Like, uh, you probably will change your mind. You definitely will change your mind. Everyone should have a kid. Like, if you're gonna be happy, it's so great, and all that. And like, 
I don't know. Like I personally never want kids. I don't don't like the idea of raising one. Um, I can be sensitive to kids crying and just like screaming. I think I don't have the patience for that. And I think I would be a miserable person. So instead of giving someone a miserable father and number one, letting me be miserable and giving someone a miserable partner, I'd rather just cut all that and just help everyone out. And uh, I definitely think, you know, like if you're go- like uh, if you're going through so much to not to avoid that, I definitely think it should be fine uh, for me or anyone else who's, like I said, trying not to get um, pers- the person pregnant to be able to always opt out of it. It's not always that simple, obviously, but I think uh, just like a quick hot take. Um, like I think that should always be pro-choice for those people. And there should be pro-choice overall, but I do think that there's definitely some gray areas where um, we can improve, like punishing those who abuse the uh, who abuse the privilege of uh, having pro-choice by just having by just having like unprotected uh, sexual uh, activities and such. But yeah, just a quick hot take for me. Off the rails. Off the rails. Hashtag off the rails. Hashtag off the rails. Where? How did we get? We're talking about we were talking Tate. about having uh, having children. Yeah, I guess that's no. What... We were talking about how Andrew Tate said that if you don't yeah. have children or if you don't want children, you're Stupid. like a miserable person. You're yeah. a miserable person. Yeah. So, no. I think that's a good ending point right there. Good, solid, <laughs> uh, solid ending point here. Uh, thank you all for listening to our first episode of uh, officially with all three of your hosts here. Um, once again, thank you very much for listening. I'm your main host, Gregory, and I'm joined by... I'm Rai. And Remy. Okay, everyone. We will see you next time. Um, we probably will not be able to record together for a bit. Uh, might be three weeks. My, might be a couple of weeks, but <laughs> do not worry. Uh, there is some. There will be uh, some other episodes that will be coming in um, that I'll be doing some personal interviews with people. Uh, some side episodes, if you will, or like 2.5, things like that, until we are able to meet again, uh, all three of us in person. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, if you have anything to say, any comments, please just comment it down. If you disagree with anything, agree with anything, if you liked it, if you did not like it, um, if you thought that, uh, that right was wrong and I was right, which usually it should be always the case. <laughs> Excuse um, me. <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. Fighting words, um, Gregory. Well, I, I did used to do boxing, so one, two, punch. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time.